Okay, Podcast 21 Citizen Con special. Dun dun dun. Should we get started? Yeah. Rock and roll, man. Might as well. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm just going to earwig because then I won't have to listen to it again. You're going to have to listen to this yourself. It's well, big for him. Don't have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, I won't interject. Do I'll just sit here and uh, what? Where is like? What is it? Is it the end? Yeah, it is. It's the end of November. Recording this on the 29th of November. Off your moustaches. Yeah, yeah. Mo- November, Movember's gone. I've got my beard, man. Drivember's gone. You know. Oh shit! Good. I wasn't supposed to drink. <laughs> no nut, November. No nut. Oh, yeah. Well, feels that, that within a couple of hours. That happened in my house anyway. It was fine. But yeah, <laughs> we're um. <laughs> We're doing a, a Citizen Con special this week, you lovely listeners. So come into the bosom of Chris Roberts and understand all of his vision for the future of the game that comes out in 2025. In his spectrum. <laughs> yeah, whatever spectrum he's on, which is probably a couple. 2030. 2030, yeah. Just, you know, uh, joining us tonight for the podcast. And the main, the main person, really, that we're going to come to with all the information is Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Guys, Dan's just here, so he doesn't have to listen to the podcast once it's recorded. Isn't that lovely? So, yeah, we got Dan on the podcast. He's not a big Star Citizen fan, but he has got the game, and I'm sure he'll chime in on a few things. Also, from the old gaming community, popping his podcast cherry. I won't be able to say that in an hour's time after all this wine. It's <laughs> Ricardo. Hello. Good evening, mate. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks You're very welcome. Uh, you are a big-time Star Citizen fanboy, are you not? I am, yeah, a little more than I like to admit. What kind of ships have you got? Uh, okay, I've just melted down like some of my ships to get a Carrack, so <laughs> okay. that comes okay. in February, I think, and I've got a Arrow as well. Juicy. Also with us tonight, Vivamord, another Star Citizen player. I'm afraid I am. Yes, indeed. Been around for a while. Set up the uh, what was Sentinel's Reprieve. Yeah, merged over now. We're now merged into with our own little posse in the Star Citizen universe. And of course, my co-host and actually the one really holding the torch tonight because I'm no don't know as much as he does about this subject. It's Hat. Hello, Hat. Hello. Always happy to be here. Ah, oh, thank you. And Ian from the Back again? You're like, how many five, five in a row or something? This I, I thought you were going to forget about me there. No, of course no. not. No. Ian from... <laughs> uh, sort of... Yeah, NT. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so we, we're we going to have to make you like a co-host as well. You're on so much. It's fantastic. Um, I'll just dip out now then, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a little bit of like a rundown. I'll try and stick to this, and we'll see how it goes. So we're going to just quickly go around the room, because we've got, a, we've got a, a, quite a panel tonight. Just going to go around the room, see what people have been up to since the last podcast, which is a couple of weeks ago. What have we been playing? What is going on in the alt gaming Discord generally? Uh, I'll come to you, Dan. You're underneath my name on the Discord, because you're D. So what's going on with Dan? What have you been playing, Dan? 
Excellent. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, your phone has It's just he didn't answer me at all, which is fantastic. So moving swiftly on to another D, a DE, Decado. What have you been playing, Deck? I know it's modern. Yeah, Modern Warfare, um, and also Red Dead Redemption 2. I've been playing that uh, on PC, I assume. Oh, completely, yeah. I hate the controller. Okay. Well, I think the control system overall is pretty bad with that game, though, isn't it? I mean, it's not yeah, the I've best. Heard, I've heard loads of complaints about the PC, and it's not as... Maybe it's because I never played it on the PlayStation, but I don't really mind it on the PC. How's Modern Warfare going? What's your What's your level? Have you maxed out? Yeah, I have, and I'm still awful. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it kind of makes me a bit like nervous because people see my level and go, "Oh, I forget it's like a pro now." And then, and then I play, and it's like I get like two kills to like twenty deaths. I'm, I'm, just... I'm just old, you know, so I don't have the reactions anymore. Reaction times, yeah. Like some of us can sympathise with that. Yeah, I see the death, <laughs> like the kill cam, and it's like. I can't even see myself by the time they've killed me. I'm like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> How did he oh. see me enough time to aim and shoot, shoot me like 10 times when I can't even focus on me once yet? How, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Well, we've moved on from Factorio and now uh, we're doing a little world on Seven Days to Die. Load that back up after a few, uh, God, it's been a couple of years since we played that. So you got so a little this... server running. Yeah. So we're just trying not to die, which we're failing to do miserably. Viv, was it a couple of years ago we both said this game's unplayable? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. We put a lot of hours into that game as well, didn't we? We had a really we... successful YouTube series, actually. Some of the highest views cool. we ever got we were on the, playing that game. Didn't we end up making like a lake and uh, an island? You know, our base was in the middle of the island. Or... Yeah, and we had a tunnel from the base to uh, the island under the lake. Which was really good. I remember oh, that. Cool. That's great. But then we were like, nah, fuck this game. <laughs> I can't remember well, what the game did so wrong. Yeah, but... You're welcome to come and join us and die with us in the desert while we're starved. Not starved I may do that. Can confirm. Um, it is fun. Just don't fall down the giant death pit that Hat's dug. <laughs> <laughs> How many zombies could your death pit hold, do you think? Uh, all of them. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's quite deep. A great deal. We had a couple of a trenches with the spike traps in them, but quite quickly they'd get full and then they'd just become yeah. ground. Yeah, <laughs> last time we played, we had like a triple or quadruple layer like wall, which was just big, thick wall. And then it went deeper, which was spikes, and then deeper and spikes and deeper and spikes with a layer of wall in between it so that I break through it. And in the end, we're just like, yeah, we're too secure now. And just got bored. Yeah, there's no fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you spent all that time just day after day. Yes, we finally built the perfect base. We're safe. And then you're like, that would do any more time to go and try play a different game. Do you think that's what the Egyptians did? Look at they just went, oh, that's it. It's, that's it. It's done. We reached the pinnacle. We win. <laughs> I think we, um, we actually moved over to the forest, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. I vaguely recall. Yeah, that might have been yeah, it. We started a world on that. No, it was a cool game, though. It was good fun yeah. while it lasted. It just it just felt old, didn't it? Already when it had already been out. The, the forest mm. has got VR now. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, I, I, st- think, I stumbled I across think... a forest VR yeah, video the yeah. other day that looked absolutely like I proper pissed myself watching these guys play it. I can't remember I... who it was. Probably something like Soviet Womble. Yeah. 
but they built like this zip line across a gorge to get across and then they all went across one of them stayed at the back and just hacked it down with an axe and killed everyone <laughs> but because it was all in vr the guys that were playing <laughs> falling in vr into a pit i think that, the v- that uh, vr you can play with like people that can't so if i pl- use my vr i could play with you who are just playing oh on that's it. handy oh, no yeah way. I'd think that'd be pretty scary. There's some moments in yeah. some of those caves, man. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think game. I don't think I'm yeah. balls for VR horror. I really don't. Yeah, I know, right? Little creepy bastards that come out the bushes. Yeah, oh, naked, no sweating, looking after, like <laughs> trying to come and get you. It, it's like yeah. were, you, were you with us when we built that village in the trees with Barbie? I think, I think it was on my server. That was my server that we did. Your server? I was going to say, I think you were there. Yeah. And then there was Barbie. an update, and all the trees spawned back in, and then we had a proper elven village. But if we yeah, chopped down it, one it, tree, it, it, it was like it was like um, it was like Endor, wasn't it? It was like we were. Yeah. Um, Ian, anything new? What you've been playing, or you've been going back to an old game, or what? Uh, n- nothing new since uh, since last um, podcast twenty. Yeah, since podcast twenty, um, got back into Crusader Kings two again since Crusader Kings three was announced, and I'm well into that medieval incest simulator. Nice. Um, so I picked up that again. Thought I'd go after some of the achievements, which are hard as balls to get. Um, about eighteen restarts of the same duke this morning just trying to get one achievement and i still can't get it so never mind come back to that one another time uh and PUBG again don't know why small yeah. resurgence i we're gonna we're gonna blame chart for that i think it's yeah i i saw him playing it the other day and i was like yeah yeah i'll go play with chart and then we're playing that again i have uh, acquired a, a couple of new games so that i plan on picking up um islanders and uh rise of industry is another one that i'm gonna try at some point so that's nerd my- Yep, <laughs> I um I quite enjoyed our little re- resurgence back to PUBG as well. It's always a good game to fall back on. Yeah, I, I, I was playing a solo earlier just before we came on here actually, and uh, I, I dropped on a wrangle the original map, went into a house, looted it, got pretty much fully geared from the first two houses, and stayed there because the circle just kept coming down on me. So I just camped the entire game, and then as soon as I stepped out the house, I got sniped. <laughs> Says, yeah, and I finished, and I finished like 11, finished like 11th or something and I did nothing and fired not a shot the saw no one the entire game looting simulator so, yeah yeah. we were playing with Barmy weren't we and somebody else <laughs> who else was there uh, it was Kirsty Kirsty yeah that's why I couldn't remember but yeah it was uh, it was really it was really weird Play, we playing get... with Craig is uh, a unique yeah, experience playing with Craig and Kirsty is a unique, ex- unique Craig, experience Craig will do something I will do also which is just start firing at someone without communicating to the team at all <laughs> that there's a moment yeah. of you know everyone needs to look this way we got the, the guy we could kill no don't do that just start shooting and then they'll work it out and then if Kirsty gets shot at she just starts screaming <laughs> <laughs> Like, where are you time. getting shot from? Give us some information. <laughs> Over, Over there, there in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you quick. Yeah, and then you do this thing where you just run off, and then you look at your mini map, and you're 800 meters away already. And it's like, I don't know what you're talking Dave. about? Oh, Chung, <laughs> Chung, Chung does that. You look at the map, and Chung's just halfway across the map. <laughs> Come on, guys, communication, please. Uh, Viv, how's the no PC world? What's going on? Uh, How come you're even here? You're our only listener. What the I'm, fuck? Uh, oh, yeah. I am your only listener. <laughs> I, I enjoy that. It's nice. Walked away, listen to you lot gapping on. So, 
I've been rescued by a little guy called Ricardo. Oh, <laughs> magical. He attended my house and he took away my, my PC that I've grown ever so frustrated with. And uh, he delivered his daughter's PC to me. <laughs> Which he was really happy not agreeing to do, but me doing it anyway. So, yeah, I'm using his shadow account to stream a rather nice computer to not so nice one. And it works really well. Your PC is fixed now, the... so... Is it fixed? Yep. Wow. Oh. I'm just installing updates now, but yeah, it's all working fine. Cool. Well, there you go. Bingo. So I should be back online with my own PC very soon. Uh, but been I've been playing Red, Red Dead, Dead on, yep. yeah, on the PS4, uh, uh, and um, I've have played a little bit of Noita on on Steam intermittently, which is like a weird little indie game, side-scrolling thing. It's quite fun. Wizards and jazz, but all the pixels are animated. Think Terraria, but even more animated. If you imagine what that. game's that? Sorry, Noita. All right, it's a little indie game. Yeah, I picked up for about eight quid a couple of months ago, just before Outland, and then. Yeah, it, it isn't Russian, is it? Because they've been banned from Steam. I've heard loads have been banned. Scandinavian. Right. It's cool though. It's good fun. It's really frustrating because it's like a roguelike. So you get one go. It's like Spelunky meets Terraria. I would say. <laughs> is this the one where the terrains like like you can deform everything? Yeah, everything. Right. Like those, you know, this the falling sand game. You ever remember that, where you could like pour piles of, yes. I don't know, gunpowder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that, but it's structured, and you're a wizard, and you've got wands that can do various things. That oh, this looks really good. It's awesome, but it's frustrating. You'll shout at your monitor even when you're on your own. <laughs> Love it. I do that on every game I play anyway. So he's an old man. He shouts at the TV and everything. I do. I watch the news now. <laughs> <laughs> so we are gathered tonight, not just for a podcast, but for a Citizen Con special. I thought someone's getting married. Sorry. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, once a year, the the people from uh, Robert Space Industries gather together in. Is it Germany? No, it was actually in Manchester. It was Manchester. I oh, can't Manchester. believe I didn't realize it was this year. Otherwise, I would have said we should have gone. gone. Yeah, we yeah, we could have went. Um, so it's normally in Manchester, but now it was in um, Germany. Now it's in Manchester. So, and they kind of like set out the roadmap, if you like, for the near future and the long distance, and try and just, I think, in some ways, um, maintain uh, the interest and trying to reinvigorate monetary input. I think is the main goal of this. Really. I would agree. Um, but you know, it's never, it's not a bad thing. They are very transparent, and obviously, they famously they would do some sort of keynote demonstration that maybe wouldn't go so well. And it would be a little bit embarrassing, but everyone would feel a bit closer to them because of it. And it's all like, oh, we took one for the team, but we're trying to show you the real nitty gritty and whatever, right? So here we are with all of the facts. It's a week later, so we've got information to share with you. And we're going to try and break it down for those of you that are interested. If not, it's probably best just to stop listening at this point and skip to podcast 22. Because it's going to be boring. (laughs) You're going to get bored. We're just going to sit there. I really like the ships. Yeah. So uh, if you don't know, just a very quick overview. Star Citizen is a crowdfunded um, space game. I don't know what to call it. As uh, It's not really an MMO, but they want to be an MMO long term. A bit like EVE, but Future life game. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, you know, it's quite a huge undertaking with lots and lots of planets and universes and persistent existence. And, you know, you've got this life and you can 
achieve scars and pass down things to your children and so it's got this really big picture and look it up online it's won a few things in terms of innovation which let's face it by the time the game's finished we're gonna to have to pass it down to our children yeah yeah we're not we won't be alive <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, but I've, I've invested a little bit in it and i've got some a uh, couple of ships and stuff and i thought oh this is really exciting back in i don't know it's 2014 or something 1918 <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I backed it just after like i just missed the original kickstarter for it and I back then, and I was just having a look before 2012. Well, old Pappy Vivermore dug it up in the ice sheets in the tundra, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he handed it to his grandfather. <laughs> Chris Roberts. <laughs> so we've got. Oh, I've got a little rundown. I'll start with this. We'll go with the Citizen Con news. Alpha UEC. Items and ships purchased in-game will persist in between wipes. So this is obviously a stepping stone to a proper persistent universe, which we're not really getting at this stage, but we're getting something like a persistent universe. Is that right? Yeah. So right now it's very much like a lot of like early access games, like say Tarkov and things like that, where every time there's a big, sometimes not even when it's a big wipe, sometimes when it's just a little wipe, everything is gone so you're back to just the ships that you purchased and then you gotta grind everything out again and you have to go and get your guns again yeah armor again which like no matter how much you like a game when it's every like three months is a yeah you you, kind of lose will yeah um but with this it's hopefully that we can go okay i'll go on fly around shoot some people there's a lot more missions now than there was like like at the start of the year and you know just earn a little bit of money buy a ship play around with this and get the sort of gear that you want and hopefully it'll persist i know it's persistent between the minor wipes i'm hoping that it's going to persist between the bigger like say like yeah, full big one yeah, yeah. They um, said it would, unless there's a major, major one where good. where where they've changed the economy or something. Yeah, they are, they're forced to. That's that going to be... make me more likely to actually do the missions because at yeah, the moment I mean... I, I'm like, Pfft. yeah, I agree. Yeah, does my money reset though? Yes. So, pers- so I always get the same amount of money every time they oh, do an update. I see. Yeah. No, well, I don't know. Actually, maybe minimum. Yeah, but if if you got more than your basic, then I guess. What you mean? You start on UAC. Yeah. I mean, see, that's persistent. So you start with how much ever you start with, and then anything else you earn will persist between the or, different. Or but every time, say I spend it all, and yeah. they do something, and the ships remain, but does the UAC UEC come back to being its starting amount? No, I imagine. So. No, no, unless, but... there's, unless there's a full wipe where you like the ships. Well, and you've and lost your ships items. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. It's, so your UAC will always stay. Like, hopefully, UAC will stay the same like it should in the first, in the when the games like but close up the theater. And that. What is the average like amount of UAC we've all got? You know, it's only like twenty thousand. So that's like least, yeah, three. I think, I think that's like three missions. So it's not that much. Well, I think so I've much. actually only got five. Five really? Wow! Five five thousand, not just five. What would, just yeah, five uh, I yeah. I, 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 looking at this, apparently I've got thirty-four thousand. I don't know why I've got, only got five. I've got but nineteen thousand. I think. I think I've got five, Ian. 
I've, I've never done any missions or I've, spent any of it ever. I've started loads of missions and never finished any because it crashes or something happens. Um, so you can you uh, currently you could spend that money on whatever you like, and once it's gone, if there was a wipe, you'd get it all back again. <laughs> you'd lose everything you bought. So it's uh, it's still it's still an alpha, really, then, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So they've announced 100. some new ships. Oh, sorry, gone. I'm just going to say, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. They've announced some <laughs> ships. The Argo Mole, mm. uh, which is a bit of a rubbish name. And um, they've also announced the C8 Pisces. Uh, which I do have. How is oh, it? What? <laughs> Tell us all about it. It is a really nice ship, and it flies really well. And it is tiny, so it's like fun to fly. But uh, I was trying to... Um, land at a space station and i touched a wall so little man and my ship just exploded because it's so weak so <laughs> very it's, fragile then yeah it's like i i swear i could like slam in, into that wall at mega speeds on the arrow and it'd be like oh we're fine but this one it was just a graze and it exploded but it a, is like, a really you, fun ship what would you do with it um i think because it's the smallest ship that actually has a um Jump drive. Yeah, jump drive. Then you can actually like f- go into areas of the planet that you can't in the Carrack. Okay. Because like you can go to ca- canyons, which are a little bit too small for it. So I think that's kind mm. of its point. And I know okay. that that they're talking about getting it so the scanning in in the Pisces is linked to the Carrack. So you know you can like well, almost Wi-Fi through to the Carrack and then use that ship's scanning like powers. So in Star Citizen language, they're calling it a Pathfinder class or focus. Yeah, I think it's still it's about a snub fighter size. So yeah, it's teeny weeny, but yeah. I don't I mean, really know what a Pathfinder has, will do. But lead it, the way. It does have four size one guns, which isn't like huge amount, but for its size, that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, they also released the Mole, which is a medium-sized mining ship. Um, <laughs> Multi-operator yeah. laser extractor. There mole. you go. That's why it's called yeah. a mole, David. <laughs> mole, multi. The medium-sized one. So we've got the. I'm gonna now. If I can get the ship names right, it's the Prospector, which is the dinky yeah. little starting mining ship. Yeah. What does that stand for? What? Yeah. And then you've got the Orion, which is the big bertha that's just got drills galore and looks like something from Alien. Excellent. Yeah. 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 So this is kind of fitting the thing of when you know when you want to upgrade from your dinky little prospector, you can actually go and get them all now. So it's not just either tiny ship or gigantic twelve man cruise ship. There's something kind of in between now, which is it's been needed. Okay, that's good. It's going to be available in 3.8, which is happening in 2019. Yeah, so no. this month, or, oh, <laughs> sorry, next month, next month. <laughs> you see it comes out. If it's, if it's next month, they're screwed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, try, they try to get out before Christmas because then they can take time off. But the annoying thing about that is that then you have to wait like three weeks for a patch. So, Okay. But, you know, they're, they're not major ship announcements, but the Argo Mole is quite nice for mining, which is a big part of a lot of space games. Multi crew mining. Quite interesting. Multi crew mining. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was really into that in Eve, so that was my favourite sure. part. Um, I'm always happy to have more sh- like trader ships that I can shoot at. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same is- team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, so uh, this is interesting. Server meshing, hopefully ready, end of 2020. I think they're saying maybe 2021, but that's server, what it means. Server meshing is huge. It's way, yes. it, it sounds boring, but it's really important, right? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it means that we could all play together, multiple hundreds of people. Yeah. So yep. the, way, if, the way they described it was. So if you're in a certain area, instead of having like just one server, it just like it uses one server for that small area. So That's it. yeah, yeah, it's so everyone has the same sort of world, but like the server that's running just one small area, and you can have say if there's a building and loads of people in the building, they can have a server rendering each sort of room. So you have loads of people there, but it's not just one server handling this massive load. If I've got that right, lads. I yeah, pretty right. much, pretty much, yeah. But the game needs that to be mm-hmm. really delivering on its ambitions and, you know, it's kind of what was sure. the kind of moonshot that it kind of sold itself yeah. on in the first place, right? You can't, you can't field those giant ships with full crews on the current server. Yeah, I mean, one ship, one ship would take up the entire server. Or, well, maybe yeah. may, may two ships, like the large ships. How, so, how many fully crewed Idris are you expecting on a battlefield? A couple, at least. Yeah, yeah so that, that is an entire server. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So just from a monetary point of view here, just bringing it home to like whether this has got a future or not, to a certain extent from finances, how expensive is it to have one server? And then how expensive is it to have a thousand servers? And if they're going with this model... They could potentially end up needing a scaling plan, so let's say with Amazon Web Services, that says, depending on how many people log in on a Friday night, we're going to need to be able to put in, let's say, uh, I don't know, what would be 500,000 people in the Earth biome, whatever that is, the planet of... Right. So that means we need to... Terra. Terra, yeah, thank you. So we need 500,000 people to be able to existing in Terra. So we'll need to come to Amazon Web Services and say, oh, hi, Amazon, can you send us 50 servers just for that planet alone? And then there's that Terra. And then they're sort of scaling that outwards and they're having to maintain people all over the universe. But it won't be that because it'll be each individual tiny section of it. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I mean? Rather than like the whole planet, it's going to be like for this room, we're going to have one server. So they're good. they are going to need a lot of servers. But so we'll it's, have, it's probably not going to be any more than saying, right, we can have 20 people per server, so we're going to need a whole server for every single instance. Mm-hmm. And we've got thousands of thousands of people. It'll so be going, more efficient. You're asking yeah. less of each server to a certain extent, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I, yes. I imagine. But so you need less servers, and it should take less. It just sounds really time. expensive to me. The price well, was likely, the like, Economies of scale, isn't it? So the cost per server will decrease the more they get, I imagine, won't they? Because these World, World of Warcraft has been doing pretty much the same thing for years now, where they've got the cross-server stuff. So Yeah. And it's all there already. It's just implementing it into the way but that they want to do it. Don't they fund that through having a subscription model? Yes. Or or putting up loads of Amazon ads all over yeah. Area 18. <laughs> I, I think that is the future. Just put co- Coca-Cola adverts, Amazon adverts yeah, it's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Totally. Imagine that Amazon Prime 2049. Yeah, with yeah. a special code for seeing it in game. Specific, yeah. Specifically for Amazon. But yes, yeah, so server meshing is obviously the way they're going to do this. Whether or not that even that might change, but you know, it's the way that we're using the tech we've got today to solve that problem. 
Um, it just doesn't feel for me. I don't know why, but as, just feel I'm still a bit skeptical that that's the right sure. solution for this problem. It's a big demand, isn't it? Yeah, and then if making them all to talk it. to each other and. If they want to do it right, oh. how we all dream it to be, then yeah. For five hundred thousand play players all at once, that's going to be quite a challenge. Yeah. Whether it's going to take, I don't know if it'll take as many servers as say of whether you needed to create a whole universe on each server essentially for that amount for each like, group of players. Let's say I don't. It's going to but be I mean, interesting. How whether you out. need more for, we don't need less. I'm going to see like, their com. We're sort of we're being a little bit selfish about its expectations as well. It's not just us in that thing, in that server. You know, if they all the stuff that we'll probably talk about in a bit in a bit, you know, with the dynamic economy, yeah, that has to all feed through those servers too. So it's it's all the behind the scenes stuff that we're not thinking about, as well as these giant battles going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they yeah. can't even just turn it off. No. You know what, what we're getting to get to is there's going to be NPCs doing things in the background all the time. So you know that means that that can't be turned off. So they're not going to be able to like stop paying for that server. Eve Online used to have a downtime every day for yep. like an hour or two or whatever it was. Remember? I'm yep. not sure if they still do that. Yeah, ten thirty, I think. In theory, though, they won't need to have any at downtime because each server can have a time when it's off, and the other servers will be able to pick up the. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this is guesswork from our point of view. We don't know, but oh, uh, it's just it is part of the what will make. I think they're going to be managing our expectations a lot more with this as we move forward into the next 12 months. And we're going I to mean, see a lot more publicity on, you know, curtailing our expectations. I mean, they've pulled off, like, tech that's kind of blowing stuff out the water, like the planet tech. No one thought that we were able to make planets, like, agree yeah. the half. And it all gets updated in a few weeks, so... Mm -hmm. And oh, they're yeah, increasing efficiency, next. and they're creating a whole yeah. new... Well, one of the things they announced was a whole new... Uh, star system, wasn't it? Yeah, Pyro. Yeah, Pyro, which Py Pyro. apparently it's like going to be finished with all all six planets, like when it, when it is actually released. So I yeah, don't good. know though. If you look at the sort of lore behind Pyro, it's quite a desolate. Like, yeah, it's dead. That Pyro is a lifeless star system, crippled yeah, that, by a prolonged nova face. That's go, kind exactly of why right. they can release it all because there's yeah, no sure. there is no basis to put that. I mean, there's going to be like space space stations, but they're all procedurally done. So six burned out planets remain, none of which are capable of supporting life. <laughs> so uh, there, there's yeah. no fauna at all. That's, yeah. That sounds like pirate area there. Yes, it well, does. Yeah, I it, shall yeah. be living a lot in that area. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they are going to have lots of expensive things to mine and they're going to have lots of pirates and they're going to have min minimum police just thought I'd say it's going well so far guys <laughs> thanks Dan <laughs> ah, cheers, um, cheers. how's the uh, Call of Duty going um, it's alright just taking a break and having a bit of pudding oh lovely what are you what's eating prepared? Um, I did have one thing to interject what's been going on longer uh, Brexit or Star Citizen Star Citizen. <laughs> That's it. Oh, okay. If it keeps up, they'll, have, they'll be able to put Brexit into the in-game law. <laughs> yeah. What year? What, what year is it in Star Citizen? Like what's uh, the twenty-four forty-nine? Twenty-four forty-nine. Twenty-nine forty-nine. Yeah. Twenty-four fifty will be the new Brexit date in game. Well, there'll be a big <laughs> on that too, Nigel Farage. 
<laughs> I, I think uh, it's your head in a jar. It, that's just a floating trash heap, isn't it? <laughs> we're, we're, next we're bit is uh, prisons and prison gameplay. We're we're recording this on the 29th of November, and I think yesterday, the 28th, was the date that um, Blade Runner was set in. in yes. Ah. Wow. Yeah. Like tears we, in the rain. We, we really fulfil potential. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, know. We're really better off. on the hoverboards and self self tanks. Although the cy- uh, Elon Cybertruck does look like a car, f- like a from a uh, Blade Runner. Don't fly there. Yeah, it doesn't fly. <laughs> or does it? Who knows? <laughs> Elon's probably got a one that does. So yeah, next point on the list here is prisons and prison gameplay. And they had their own talk. It had its own like on stage two. It had its own big forum thing. This was a major part of. It does. It does look really interesting. Where the whole like you have to earn points and all that. That that does look quite good. Hat, give us the overview if you can. I've got to say before I didn't see this part, so I'm. I don't know. You're You're eager to find out. I am. (laughs) Yeah. So let's say that you're you're like a bounty hunter, or you're doing some law enforcement, and I'm a criminal, and you shoot me, or I surrender. I'll end up in a prison, and then I've got, depending on my crimes, I've got a certain amount of like points that I have to get to before I'm cleared of what I've done. How do you earn those points? Like soap you... on a rope situation? <laughs> showers? Yes, actually. Well, it is one, black thing they, yeah. one, one thing they mentioned <laughs> is that if somebody's causing lots of trouble in in the prison, there could be a contract on that guy, and then you you've got to go in like. Might beat him up or ship him or yeah. something, you know. And there's, then, a, there's a mining him. thing underneath the prison, isn't there? Yes. The the one prison that they showed off is an automated prison, so there's no NPC guards. It's all like turrets and kiosks oh, man. and things like that. And it's in a mine. It's uh, on one of the moons. It's a, a mines uh, prison. So right. say I've killed you, and I've there's like I don't know, like 250 merits, or because I've been on a killing spree. And I'm in the prison. I find I that hard to believe, but go on. What, that I've managed to kill that many people? Yeah, You've you're a level I'm, go I'm on. a terrible shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, you earn a merit. They said as an example, like one merit every minute that you're online. You don't earn any merits offline. You've got to be logged in to actually oh, earn man. them. So you time in prison. Yeah, or say you can go in and into the mines and do work and kind of work off your sentence to get more merit than that. But because the, the because it's on a moon, there's very little atmosphere to like none. So you know, you go the key, the automated kiosk will give you like the mining suit and like a pick like the not a pick, like a multi-tool. And you've got to go in and you've got a mine, and then you come back and you deposit your ore and you get merits back but then you can exchange your merits for like more oxygen or better equipment so you can go out so there is a full gameplay loop inside the prison where it sounds like, um, it sounds like Judge Dredd's brother he, he was sent to like a rock planet sort of prison thing but, um, you, um, sorry to, sorry to <laughs> but he, he had to like modify himself so that he could survive there so mm-hmm. is there going to be any of that shit? It's like, really, like <laughs> mods that you can get that you can't get anywhere else. Like once Not you've stayed inside, you could bring your shiv with you. Yeah, they kind of they kind of <laughs> made it look a little bit like you could spend your entire game just mm-hmm. being a prison 
in yeah, prison, earning, exploiting the prison and being an expert and, in the prison and becoming earning them the to the be prison. able to then sell to people to be able to leave yes. them, yeah? yeah that yeah. sort of thing so yeah. you the wanted rules. to be the king of the prison you could have a lot of merits on you and you could sell them on out the bed, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they said you can't as, like um there is a few exits they said in the tunnels but apparently they've made them into a big massive labyrinth and there of is course, an escape oh, option, so isn't you there? You can try to die. escape. Yes, but of course, because the moon has no oxygen, you've got to kind of build up, okay, yeah. I've got enough oxygen to get us this far, I, need a, I know that I can get out through this route, sort of thing, so you've got to get and then you've kind of got to arrange, okay, I need to get picked up by someone because I'm on a barren moon that's just got a mining station on, right. or who knows how far away the nearest thing is. So you're obviously posting the old gaming uh, Star oh, Citizen yeah. chat, guys, I need a pickup. I'll and be the at same. the end of the, the mile-long poo tube. <laughs> <laughs> yes, crawling through <laughs> shit. I'll come in at my places and hit one rock and die. I need to make some, shower some, boys some alabaster chest figures with you. Make sure you bring those. I mean, they, they did mention that anyone who tries to pick someone up that's escaping from, from the prison colony uh, will be under heavy oh, gunfire. So I imagine turrets and chests and that. We were looking at um last night or the night before last, sorry. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but I was looking through my Moby Glass at like the help and sort of beginners, and it, it listed all of what misdemeanors and all that sort of stuff. And interestingly, if you if you're a legitimate pilot, no criminal record, but you're harboring uh, an infidel yeah. or you know criminal a man, then you're you're also culpable. Yeah, well, there's got to be repercussions for these things. I wonder if in the um, if in the cut that's blue, that person could go into the um, stasis like prison things and not be scanned. Ah, I wonder if the <laughs> blues could be modded to so like yeah. yeah, that'd be interesting. By the police, because we get stopped all the time by the police now. So. I know they they are going to fix that because it's silly. I I I think I went on like a five so five minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Chris is like, all right, guys. I'm known to the cops. Dave is walking through town. You've got to go pick <laughs> him up, mate. <laughs> He's at the end of a mile-long poo tube again. <laughs> again. <laughs> another goddamn yeah. Christmas and another goddamn tin can. Yeah, no one might look. It's going to be like, oh, I'm in prison again. What did you do? I blew up another trade convoy. <laughs> Police quarters. Can someone please pick me up from the end of the tunnel? We'll have I to think... just set up a contract, like a rolling contract, where you, know, yeah. you just pay some sort of exchange of. I'm just going to sell It's good that they've fleshed out that gameplay loop that oh, yeah. includes all of that, though. Not, I mean, it's a game inside itself, which is great, but it's it also on the greater world. It means there is a penalty for being naughty, and yeah. you know, I, love, I think that's important. You that's know, something that, like, say, me already... and Chungus. It's already getting really stressful to have like a crime rating. I have yeah. one, and I went to um, um, I forgot which moon. No, I forgot which moon, but it's the moon near Ark or Lyria, I think. And I went there, and, and like the first time I went there, I didn't know that, that there were going to be NPCs there, and I got killed. So then I had to come back and kill the four NPCs. And then when I hacked the device, it told everybody in game that I was hacking the device to come and kill me. I was like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake! So you just said, oh, and it takes ages. It takes ages. Oh, yeah. 
they said they're going to, I'm not sure if it's in now, but they said they're going to change it where when you hack, instead of, you know, just you got to wait, wait ages and it removes the crime set. When they've updated it, you've got to go on and you've got to hack and you've got to individually remove each of your crimes oh, and state why uh, it's being cool. removed. So it might be like mistrial or. And you it's know, told action, everybody yeah. in game you're there. <laughs> so, you know, we're probably going to have to do that thing with, uh, I remember it was, might be the start of the year. It was was it you, Viv, where you were yeah, doing we some merchant stuff we and we got the whole station. Yeah, there was like four, <laughs> there was uh, like four of us in there just guarding Viv yeah. as he hacked the terminal, and then That's Surf right. came and picked us up, and then we died because he... <laughs> I can't fly. That's <laughs> probably why we died. <laughs> although it was great just to kind of watch you be in there holding the the station from people trying to get in and yeah. then watching you engaged with one of their pilots just out in the glass. It's like, oh, oh this is this is the cool. game I've been waiting for. And then yeah. we were all hiding outside around the around the sort of perimeter <laughs> yeah, of the space station. That was funny. It was a it was very good sort of combat pickup. You just landed, we all just piled into the lift and then you took off and half of us just fell off the lift as you did. <laughs> some, I think some random guy got into the staff fair as well. I was yeah. going to say... Somebody shot me one, in the back of the head, I remember that, in my ship. I, when we all called upon everyone, we said we were taking over Korea and no one can come. Like, yeah. I think at one point I was sat in the uh, in the staff area giving it the big one and... Um, Next thing, yeah, I just looked to my right. Kaboom! Guy in the cockpit with <laughs> oh, me, yes. yeah. with a pistol to my head, and <laughs> shot my face off. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I do <laughs> like big, the silly big balls. Because you, there's one door that you can't lock, yeah. but you can kind of That's... get your way onto only, that little uh, ledge. Only on the starfare as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually when I go. Ah, starfare spawn the dragonfly, fly it out, get onto there. I do kind of like the concept of maybe as a corp. We've got a slush fund that is used for just bailing people out of prison, though, so they don't have to yeah, wait like, around yeah. in there. And as a, as, a, as, a, as a corp wallet works, as a gameplay for everybody to be like, right, we're always paying our 10% into the corp or whatever. Yeah. I don't know that, that mechanic yeah. will be there. Crime tax. Yeah, I think we'll just have that cover. I know that obviously hats can use more of that money than anyone yeah, else. Yeah, I was say, we'll just call it the hat like, fund. Just think of pirates. Because that's definitely useful. Are there going to be those mechanics within corporation management? How is that stuff? I hope we've so. Nothing. We've no, nothing. I know. They didn't that's mention what, it. I know that later on we're going it to does need, our hopes and it dreams, does but need. that's my true hope and dream. They really need that. And they know they do because of the way the, the, the community's kind of rallied in these groups to support the game. They need to support those groups, don't they? I mean, it's a big thing. Um, oh. Right, just so we don't run too long because we're at 45 minutes. <laughs> let's oh, let's so plow. Huh. Yeah, yeah. We've only okay, got a couple more. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen, fourteen other points to very quickly run through. And this one's quite important to talk about. They announced a new twenty v twenty combat mode. Layers of war. This yep, I am very excited. So yeah, yeah me too. This. Me too. It looks amazing. To sum it up very quickly, battlefield, planet side, yeah, planet side battlefield in space yeah. with Star Citizen graphics, yeah. yeah. So it's like sort of map, you know, the, the rush mode from uh, Battlefield where you go so in and it's like take this objective, yep. then you push forward, and then there's another objective, and so on like that. The one map they showed was you're going in on, you've got uh, ground vehicles, so the rover, and I forgot the buggies are called, and you're on foot going to attack these radar dishes, and the defenders have 
just infantry. You get those, you push them back where they're going to activate a drill, and you need to try and take out the, sat- the uh, satellite that's calling in this, like, sat- um, there's a like, space station up above that's got a massive drill and they're going to wreck the planet. So you go in, you need to try and destroy this radar dish. And, you know, you've got planes at this point because you took out the anti-air stuff at the start. And so both sides have, have like, your ships and there's vehicles. And then once you get to the third stage, it is you are launching an attack up into to take out the space station. Into orbit. Into orbit, but it's there's no cut. It's like as you are having Star Citizen where you yeah, can just sure. fly from the planet all the way into space. And it's like that. That so it's, it's pretty, pretty much just battlefield and even the little the sort of objective markers and you've got like there's four classes essentially what would be classes and it's resupplies just, and like lock spawn things I like that I'm pretty the Go most on. excited about this than I have been for a lot of stuff <laughs> yes. for, for a while it, does look, it looks like Star Marine every, came out Star Marine and good, it was a bit uh, yeah, yeah it is a yeah. bit meh uh, it was missing something but like the combined arms was like yes this is Kind of the good stuff. Yeah. When can we play this? Early next year. Yeah, I think it's early next year. So <laughs> is hopefully... that Star Citizen next year or real <laughs> next year? <laughs> it is real next year. Play. They have been playing it at yeah. CitizenCon. So I know they had some ready. games at CitizenCon, didn't they? They are waiting for Planet Tech uh, V4 to come out, which is end that's, of this year. That's the next one, so, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, so it will, I'm, my estimate is probably 3.9, is it? Yeah, 3.9 is the next one after this. Yeah, I so, think so, yeah. yeah. Roughly Mark, round Mark, them. I think they'll learn a lot from doing that also for Sorry. the way that they I need to build the game out. I've heard a few Balance. complaints that they're spending too much time doing that, but I think that's incredibly important to actually get the data about, mm-hmm. about fighting yeah. on the ground. If it's not fun to play, ships. it doesn't matter how pretty it is, really. Yeah. It needs to be fun to play, and they need to do something like this to work out how to make it fun. Well, well that's yeah, what the guy, said. the guy said on stage. Was he saying, like, going through the progress, most of the time they were playing it, it was everything was just, like, white boxes and things like that. And the people were saying, oh, it looks awful. And then it was, like, a month before Citizen Con. It's like, okay, we've kind of got the gameplay to where we want, like, the maps where we want it right, the mechanics are working. Let's make it look a, a bit better now. So it was, the duty be going, okay, we want fun game mode first, yeah. and then we'll kind of set it up and make it look pretty. It's but important. it seems like what they've done is they've just reused a lot of the assets that they already have to make it. It's it's oh, not that's like fine. Yeah. they haven't like created a whole all these new assets to all oh, look at this. It's just okay. This this building from here, this from here, this wall from here, or oh, that space station. We've had this before, so there we do that. I know the terminals you use to hack at parts are just the same terminals that they had in Star Marine. So well, all it is them... is just additional little mechanics that they put in, like locked spawns and things like that. On on the same vein as being efficient and using what they've got, I saw they'd put a new four-player mission into the game uh, that you've got to basically kind of like make your way through one of the existing ships, and it's already full of pirates, and you've got to shoot everybody. Yeah, that also yeah. looks awesome. That looked fantastic. I missed that one. Yeah, that yeah. Awesome. yeah. It's the uh, jump. You've, you've, it's you've jump, 890 yeah. jump, which is yeah. a big ship. Right? Oh, they yes. Said the where, jump. They've said where the pirates are taken and they're trying oh, to wow. get data. And you've got missions where you've got to go in, kill the pirates to stop them getting the data, but also save as many of the passengers as possible. And it'll be impossible, cool. like really, well, or not, not impossible, but. Uh, it's like, funny how you could make 890 jump in a different light. 
Like one no. minute you think of it as a ship and it's just a big ship in the game. And we've we've had some free fly weekends where, you know, Dex got a hold of it and we've all we've been, you know, so messing around in it and it's huge. But it then it like suddenly it, it had that moment of like, oh shit, when they were showing it as just a level. The yeah. ship is the level. And that's well, another way of thinking. It's as about big it. as say any modern warfare. Well, it's way map. bigger than any modern warfare map. It's like yeah. all modern warfare maps. Yeah. So you when can the, do it. When they started talking about that mission, I just like caught a little bit. I did think it was funny because when the eight ninety jump got announced and they showed it off, first thing I thought of was hijacking one of them <laughs> just like the, that mission <laughs> like the you know the sort of epilogue one where you had a speed run it sort of thing i was just yes. like yeah well this hijack it like hijack a plane even if there's nothing on i just want like hijack like a luxury cruiser essentially and just fly it around and hold people hostage but the mission has got like, recommendations for how many people should take it on like it's a four-player mission and, and as a concept i think that's a nice thing well yeah, i was we waiting for mr to look for yeah. like missions there's four of us on tonight let's see That's what we can cool. do i like the idea yeah i was waiting for mission sharing pretty much the whole time and it came what last patch and that yeah, was that to me i think was one of the more important things so it's so good dynamic missions and the living economy it's a huge subject and we haven't got time to cover it tonight but viv or how or could you like, like summarize it one of you want to take that on and try this and... is another one of their i'm not sure viv what do you want i've talked a lot so no, you, viv wants you to... go right ahead mate i'll, I'll just fill in the gaps <laughs> this is another bit of tech which has kind of impressed us quite a bit like the, the whole um plant generation did essentially the way they work they can take data from every player that's in like the let's play at the time so like the zoomed in on um port alisar and the, every little red dot was a player that was currently playing the game okay there's loads of players there loads of players at Hurston, things like that. But the big thing is they showed off where they went and put, like, say, oh, there's a mine of aluminium on this planet, and none of and nothing really changed on the star map. And then they put up a power, um, power plant factory that needed aluminium to make them. And then you showed as they're called quantums, which was essentially the system generating NPCs. But like you don't see them, you won't see like hundreds of them in world. It's more like server side generation for the economy. They were They're going, really basic, and, aren't they? yeah, going and mine like mining the ore, shipping it to the power plant on the other system, and then you could see as the price how it simulated the price went up like a stock market. I think, like, do you know? Oh, do you know what I find most interesting about about that entire thing is how easy they put like a, a refinery in, and if they yes, can make it, it so that the players can do that, so so that a player could then yeah. or like an orc could like create like make a refinery themselves, and then that yeah. is what leads the whole economy as well. I, I think that's I find that the most interesting aspect of it because. Like they put more in and made some of them harder, and you found that there was some of the NPCs were going to like going to mine the harder one a very few amount, even though the harder one was like a moon next to the planet, so it was much shorter distance, but it was harder to get the aluminium out of there. But a lot of them were going to the ones that were easier because it's like randomly generated traits for all these little generated NPCs. Yeah. It's, it's the then they put on uh what was it? The, the slap down a second um, factory, 
but that factory was paying more for employees than the other one. So suddenly the first one couldn't produce as much because it was losing workers because all the workers were going to the other power plant because it was like paying like three times as much on a different planet. And like the economy changed that way. And then the economy essentially crashed when they introduced pirates into it because pirates are going, ah, there's a lot of trade there, a lot of profit to be made there. And started hitting those trade lines. And um... then they introduced um, defenders. Yes. The, the yeah, the security, <laughs> the security forces. And same with the pirates first going in. I think it was like a thousand odd credits for a power plant. It jumped up to half a million credits because the power, because, <clears throat> sorry, because are... just none of the, like barely any of these power plants were getting through the pirate raids. And that was having like a massive negative effect where barely anything was getting sold. So they had to be sold for more because there was just none on the market who just died there. Damn. And yeah. But one security came in where they were like, yeah, going up and down, patrolling the trade routes. That suddenly stopped the pirates, and the pirate levels went down because there was the security forces, so suddenly it was less profitable to hit those trade routes. So they went elsewhere and hit less patrolled trade routes. And it, it was all kind of just simulated. Sorry. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. The, these quant- This exists without us being there, doesn't it? It's like yep. even everything though, yeah, it goes on there, there, in the background. Oh. Is it? Is it not the case that if if a player turns up at the location that that's occurring, those quanta then become like physical? There is, the, it rolls and... a dice essentially, where it works out like how many pirates are in one. Like they had a tile system essentially, which kind of made it look like they made the star system look like a sieve game essentially, and they work mm. out right in that in that hexagon, there is like three pirates, uh, five traders, and one security. And then it will like say roll a dice of you are traveling through that hex. What is the chance that you are going to encounter something and how much of what? So you might just encounter a pirate or you might encounter like a, a half dead um, trade Mining ship. ship. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like from the way you describe it, it sounds like a more active, more slightly like more advanced version of the way the economies worked in like the x series games like x3 and yeah which were yeah. like living breathing economies and if you destroyed the power plants in one corner of space it would massively push up the price of power because it would all have to be shipped in but the game reacted by um spawning like trying to fill the gaps like the ai would try and then yeah. i mean you could do it yourself you could go in and oh yeah destroy it and then rebuild it stick but yeah that it, it sounds like they've taken that that egosoft did with the x series games one step further and started or not one step further but a whole multitude of steps oh, yeah. further and simulated the rest of it yeah the AI uh, in those games was notoriously um difficult. <laughs> yeah yeah it like it did it and it worked well but you could you, you could take a few actions as the player and fuck everything up override it all like to, yeah yeah well that there is like a game loop in, in itself you, you could have somebody who who owns like uh um a mining route and they want to get rid of the competition so they hire the pirates to then go and fuck up that area mm-hmm. to yeah. try to raise their pro- profits as well and then you're gonna have to have pe- like the people who are being attacked to then hire like other people to then defend their areas it's like I think it's this awesome. is the area of the game that I'm really interested in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure... going to be here with the merchant ships, <laughs> trying to get me shekels in. So, right, and the spreadsheet is... in the other monitor. Yeah. 
absolute old man. <laughs> I spent so many hours playing on the X series games, X three particularly, um, with like four spreadsheets open next to me <laughs> of the various trade routes, where these ships were, what the price ranges were, so that I could work out where I had to do things, and the AI would like, and the AI would react, and yeah, man, Are you going to be our, um, our sort of captain of coin? He is. <laughs> He's going to I be selling know. my illegal goods that I procure legally, totally. I, I don't want to end up, end up in I, prison. I don't want to use the term smuggler or fence, but <laughs> if you've got shit you want sold, I will quite happily try and sell it somewhere. Just, yeah, to sum up the sort of economy best I can is the AI will go and look and like be drawn to high profit, low risk sort of things, but then sure. so will the pirates will be like to a lot of tr- that, that sorry the pirates yeah. will be lowered to high amounts of the NPCs like places that they can raid and then hence the uh, the security forces will be lowered to high concentrations of pirates and all kind of balance that way but of course yeah yeah did it, any and then people play Elite Dangerous yeah, yeah a little, little bit, bit but it was a bit too shallow when I played it there wasn't yeah much I think I've not played it for a while but they added quite a lot but that's they kind of did it did it that way in elite as well and you ended up because i played it in there as well where i was became merchant man and i went just moved around from area of space to area of space supplying essentially raw materials to the economy the factories i would visit all the mining outposts and mm. grab all the raw materials and ship them off and as, as soon as the prices started dropping and my profit margin started slipping i would just move somewhere else and let the game deal with it or whatever so if you it, play banner merchantman Although, speaking of the Merchantman, did you see there's a, a new variation of the Kraken announced? The yeah, sort of I did It's like the same size almost. Yeah, and swapping out a lot of the um, like landing pads that the Kraken had that was essentially a mobile base to make it so it's like a mobile shop, like a repair rearm sort of thing, where you'd go there and you can have NPCs running loads of different stores on your Kraken. That, like, so... Ship, not as many ships can land on it, but then they can buy from you, and you've got. To, but you've also got to like stock it up. So you go, okay, there's this much stock we've got to sell, but then all the shops are NPC run. Ooh. that sounds. This, fun. this is why we run over on our time. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're just going <laughs> economy stuff. Just oh, time to gush on us. Okay, uh, got rid of one more. The, the economy in the living economy is fundamental, genius. right? It's, yeah, 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 absolutely. It will make or break like, the game. From even from traders like Ian to pirates like me, who go, who will go, like Ian will go. Oh, that's a there's like a new mine open. That means lots of news. Or going to try and get in there before the traders do. I'm also going to go. Ooh, there's a new mine that's opened. I'm going to try and get there before the security forces stop the pirates. So try lots of like traders that aren't really well protected that I can hit very easily. So it's See, every feeling that we are entrepreneur, Captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I like exploration, and I want to be a, a little bit of, of it all. I, I want to be a scanner yeah. occasionally, trader occasionally. I think that's why I, I like the carrot, because I can do them all. I kind of got a feeling of the exploration thing, because when he mentioned that mines, like, ore deposits being discovered, and then the kind of less ore, be, like, the ore kind of all being mined out, kind of made us feel like, oh, that's where the exploration gameplay is going to come yeah. in, where you can sell data, where, oh, you found, yeah. you've, oh, you've went out of prospect and you found there's a big mine of whatever, an optamium that's really valuable. 
and then you can go up and try and flog it off to people who might be miners or traders that oh, uh, I've got this, there's a big you could stuff retain, that hasn't been you discovered. Could, you could retain that data as well, oh, of course, oh, and then oh, sort oh, of be oh, ready. Yeah. If you, if for instance, you could case a, a corporation, you could give that. Inf- we could go out on a big exploration drive, yeah, find loads of ore everywhere and note it down, and then sell all that information to certain organizations follow them so that you can see where they go and then when they turn up on night lie in wait and be there to blast them to pieces and rob all the shit you only want to do that once in a while or nobody would trade the information with you you need like plausible deniability i claim that maybe somebody must have intercepted my signal it would be our our mercantile yeah, so you know, like Viv will go and sell it, and then there's like me, Chung, Bloody, and Ian that'll just be exactly. sitting there lying in wait. But mind you, we're like we're like laying out our plans online on a podcast here. I'm the only <laughs> listener, mate. Exactly. We'll <laughs> <laughs> hear our devious plans as Viv. He's what come if? up with them. What? Trying to move on here, but keep it on the same subject. What if we were to enroll in the welcome hub to help noobs out as veterans of the game, but then lead them to our a honey pot. Boom. <laughs> That's quite. They've, they've launched this thing called the Welcome Hub, which is designed to help new players into what is obviously getting into being quite a complicated game. And you can you can enlist and help out. I think stuff. it's a smart move, and I think it's got my interest peaked certainly. But <clears throat> I don't know. The It'd rewards for, for doing it would have to be worthwhile, otherwise people That's won't. It. Truth be told. If they had, the, I don't know if there is an incentive to maybe give you some UEC for doing it. That would be cool. Yeah, it's going to have to be something like that, or some. I don't know if they haven't really announced this yet, but like a badge system or some skins for the ships or whatever that are really cool. That would be cool. And you're like, yeah, okay, clearly it's easy to do good, do gooder or whatever. That's a really interesting idea, actually. If they gave out like t- like certain T-shirts with certain colours for your armour. You know that you could don. You'd automatically look like someone that helps. See yeah. What I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh look, he's a he, he's a guide because he's wearing the guide colours. <laughs> like you got when they those like cheesy Japanese tourist tours that you get <laughs> around <laughs> London and stuff. Yes. <laughs> guy with the brolly, like. Yeah, the guy with the follow the me. <laughs> yes. Um, well, you've heard it here, Chris Roberts. You know. There you go. Give us a cut of the no money you're making. I think it's a good idea. It's cool. Um, Citizen Con gameplay demo. And I'm going to use this as the way we're going to end this podcast. So we'll just try and summarize. The, the, the gameplay demo is basically the big thing that all of the press covers. It's the, it's the keynote speech, if you like. It's the big moment of the whole. And normally he shows something pretty special off. Or something that's yeah. quite tantalizing. I'm kind of surprised they didn't show you any Squadron 42 gameplay at all. Yeah, it was very. Did they lacking. mention Squadron Forty Two in any way? I don't. I don't remember actually them saying anything about it, which is a bit. It's a bit worrying. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Squadron Forty Two is a standalone game. It's a single player campaign using all of the graphics and the assets from the Persistent Universe to create, you know, a storyline. And vice versa. And mm. obviously, yeah, vice versa. Which, but I think the PU is going to fund single player game. I mean, yeah. generally, they make loads more money. Um, but so, what can we say about the Citizen Con gameplay demo? Did, did I, I know it was around about an hour long? I didn't watch it all. I skimmed uh, through. 
Was yeah, that the carrot? Much. Was that where they got the cat? Carrot. Yeah, yeah the Anvil carrot. Releases pushed back to February. Sorry, Hat. They really. Yes. So it's pretty much done. They showed it off in the gameplay demo. It looks pretty much done. They said there's like a very few things that need done, and it's coming in uh, 3.8. But one of the sort of successor patches, so like 3.8.2 or something like that. They said probably get it around February, uh, like when it's all fully just yeah everything's done. It's it's flyable. There's no more bugs. So but this the, is the ship you've just ordered, Deck. The Carrick, yeah, yeah. Okay. But see, it is in a it is in a good enough state that they used it in a, in the gameplay demo. I know, I'm kind of I'm kind of upset that for the um, expo they didn't a have table. a carrot. Like, sorry. Even if you can't get into the carrot, they should have had a carrot there. You know, the actual it was a carrot. No, they didn't have have one at all. They should have had a carrot in the back just for people to see, because that's like the the big ship of like oh, and the expo. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like life size model. Yeah, they had it last year for I f- forgot a which ship. Idris. Like, yeah, the Idris. I don't know why they didn't do it for the Carrick, because that's that probably really the most anticipated ship. Hmm. I think there ever has been. I think mm-hmm. you know. So well, put, aboard. Uh, I think that they raised another million. Also, it was a stupid amount of money. It shot up. If, if you, someone one of you can find the funding. What in the pre-orders for the Carrick? It, yeah, it went on. It went on order, and within a day, that like jumped from like a couple of, from like forty thousand to like, um, like a stupid amount. So, uh, Microtech, the final planet of Stanton system was shown. Microtech yes. being the name of the planet. Yes, it is. Is that is that a fully? That is like. Like uh, like it's it's all covered in uh, electronics. There's no land. No, left <laughs> it's a it's a snowy planet like Hoff. Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. Like, Ar- you're thinking of Ark. Ar- oh, Ar- yeah. Ar- I was thinking of Ar- Ar- Ark. Ar- Ar- Have I typed the wrong thing in there? No, 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 maybe not. They did definitely show the snowy planet off. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the planet they showed off. The, 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 the snowy one was the first one. Yeah, Mike. Mike. No, they definitely showed Microtech because they showed. The weather, uh, when you went inside of, it was inside this property, looking out the window at the storm yeah, the, coming in. The start, of the the start of the uh, keynote was the snowy thing, mm, flying right. around, and then they went to somewhere else afterwards. But um, that's fine. So you but... have to gear up for the cold weather. Oh, yes, yeah. pretty much. Uh, sorry, Viv. I'll, I'll let you continue about the whole. Uh, I'm good, mate. Crack on. <laughs> okay, so uh, they've updated on. the planet tech to version four now, and I'm not sure about you, but to me, I I felt like the planet looked much nicer than sort of a lot the other ones we've had. Yeah, it does. So, like it's all snowy. There's like valleys. There's trees. That there's like forests now. We've got like plant yeah, life on our plants. Tech, you know? it'll be badass. We and need, uh, we need an- uh, we need animals now, though. That's what exactly. we need. Life. Uh, but there's also the temperature system. So, so they use this planet as an example because it's a snowy planet. It's very cold, so you need like Arctic gear. Otherwise, your guy's going to start shivering. And also, like the reverse will be true. Where if there's a very hot planet, you're going to need protective gear from that. Out. Yeah. And the showed off game stealth um, gameplay. Yes, a stealth mission where essentially they're going into one of the into one of the labs and. They're st- uh, trying to steal some data that they need. 
So they show, first they showed off a Valkyrie that was piloted by the AI, but it was like a transport. So you got on and the AI actually flew them to where they needed to for the mission, which I don't think we've actually had yet. Mm. AI's just pretty much been a gunship that flies around and tries to kill you. Yeah. Sure. It was quite nice to see. And then they went in, went through, snuck around, used the multi-tool to kind of cut a vent off and sneak through the vents, hiding, hiding from the guards. And then they uh, stole the, the data, we trying to walk out, alarms went off, and they showed off some of the melee takedowns, like the non-lethal, so you knocked out a guard from behind, ran out, went outside, there was a blizzard going on, which looked really well, the trees were swaying yeah. in this high winds, quite, it was quite impressive. It was nice. It did look amazing. It yeah. is the an incredibly impressive game. It is. Yeah, the one that stood out to me was they, they were climbing that rock face and there was sort of dust coming off next hand yeah. grip and there was a bit of snow in the air and it just looked very, very good. It looked better than something like uh, the new Tomb Raider, Raider game, which everyone uses for testing generally. Yeah. It's like mm. a benchmark. And it definitely looked better than that. It was, sh- that's, um, that's a cutscene sometimes mm-hmm. as well. And it wasn't even that. It was in-game footage. Ricardo and I went to the, the caves. Have you boys been in the caves? Not yet. No. Nice. Is that with the, yeah. the like sparkly glowworm type things and stuff? I, I didn't take with yeah. me. I When I was in the store, I didn't buy any of the glow sticks or anything like that. We were just using our head torches, or in Duncan's case, <laughs> that weird testicle on the side. Hey, of the hey, hey, leave my parasite <laughs> alone. You've got, a, got parasite. a parasite. <laughs> yeah, it, it was last month I think, or the month before. It was like a sub, like a subscriber's um, perk. So you you get like two helms. One's got like parasite with like a human face on it, and the other one's got parasite with a skull inside. Okay. So, so yeah, look, but, I, I like it. <laughs> we did a mission that said that we had to find this person, so we flew to the mission objective, and it was in a cave, and we went down inside the cave, and there were these weird fruit on the floor that you could pick up and put in your inventory. I've still got one. It persists, so I'll give it to you. It looks like a hairy, I don't know what. <laughs> it just looks hairy. <laughs> and uh, down through the caves we went, and, yeah, it's really nice, man. It's cool. Sounded cool. Like... <laughs> They showed some footage of all the glowworms and the a sort of glowing mold that was in the ceiling of the oh, mountain and the, the caves and stuff. So maybe that's something to come, but it looked really good in the keynote. Ducado managed to get some mining going, didn't you? Yeah, but um, I couldn't. You have to carry that on your person. I, I, yeah, but I, have... but I couldn't pick up the rocks because there was a bug or I just didn't have the rucksack or anything, but it wasn't allowing me to pick it up. But I did successfully mine. <laughs> I think yeah, the mining cool. is almost exactly the same as the mining on the ship, but you know it's like smaller style. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was vaulting. That was why I, uh, <laughs> I sort of segued there. Uh, yeah, there was lots of little vault <laughs> bits that you could jump up onto, and because it was low gravity, you could jump across like chasms and stuff. It was quite cool. I had a vaulting good time. was something they showed last year's keynote. You yeah, know, take us back yeah. a year ago. They were really. Imp- pushing that I've hard. never found a use for it until I went in the cave and there was they, like they were getting applauses to... for being able to step down different height steps and it would automatically <laughs> adjust the uh, animation for that if I remember from last year but yeah okay so <laughs> keynote's gone uh 2020's in front of us is it going to be a game we can finally get our teeth into I think it is now yes yeah I think the, the kind of the base tech feels there and now they've kind well 
sort of last year, I feel like they got most of the base tech in, and this year they've just like very quickly started adding adding everything in that we've been missing that's been making the automated game. And now with sort of persistent UAC and just ships and everything that's persistent, most it's between game now. most wipe, yes. There's more gameplay loops, there's more coming. Say so I think is was prison gameplay next uh, patch that we mentioned? I think so. I think so, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Can't remember off the top of my head what else is coming in the next the game in uh, worrying, the next one. The only worrying part is the like optimization. I swear. Yeah. You know, it's great having this free fly going on at the moment and like bringing new people to the game, but it doesn't matter what, what pretty much what computer you've got. When you wake up in the bed in area eighteen, it's so choppy. It is. Mm. And it, if that worries me a little bit, well, because we're, we're talking. The... Let's say the PC specs that are required are for, you know, in a a decent DirectX 11 graphics card with 2 gigabytes of RAM, 4 gigabytes recommended, a quad-core CPU, uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM in your computer, and an SSD. But I, I just don't feel that's honest. Yeah. Well, I, I think... Well, I, I feel like the graphics card's probably on The trouble yeah. was, is that ArcCorp is a quite jibby because you know it's a big place and they're getting all the people to spawn there and they've got all the people to go there so they put it in an area that's particularly a bit bad and they've like concentrated all the players to be there so that's Mm. kind of Of course as soon as you leave art corp you know the frame rates are amazing Mm-hmm. But it's just that's right. uh, exactly, and that's what. But I feel like a lot of new players might see all that jibbiness despite their amazing rigs or whatever they've yeah. got, and just be like, "What the hell is this? I can't play this and not attempt because it's so." You know, they kind of made that mistake last year as well because they put it in Hurston, and it was jibby as fuck. You couldn't yeah. get off the planet; you just kept crashing and dying and falling off of lifts and falling through lifts and hopefully maintaining streaming of that. With the object container streaming, yeah, might nip a lot of it in the bud. Mm-hmm. Another thing is the mention that soon they want to have it so you can pick essentially your home base, so your spawn location. So instead of having everyone just spawn at uh, Port Olisa or when there's an expo on at the expo planet, you sure. can kind of go in and go, okay, I want to, I want my first spawn point to be Microtech. I want it to be yeah, Hurston. Just, I want it to be this. I think, I think what I'm really excited. About, I think it's. The next patch as well is that there's going to be space stations on like around every planet. That yes, to me that is amazing. Good. That's amazing. That should have been ha- that should happen ages ago. Because that's like I don't want to go to Hurston. I don't want to go to Arcorp because of the mission it takes to go down to the planet, come back up, and then you've got to fly all the way back. And if it crashes, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And you've got to go through the whole process of going, but instead you can go, yeah, because you can leave Art Corp, land on land on the space station to get saved there, and then go off. You know that's so much better. So this right now, I mean, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, it is until December fifth, free to play the game, download the game, and there's a whole load of free ships to play. You know, for the next few days, next six or seven days, which is quite nice. Drake, that, you, Drake tomorrow. If you did want yeah. to get involved and play Star Citizen for real, you do need to make a purchase. So you have to buy effectively like a ship package that gives you access to the alpha, which I yeah. think starts at about 45 quid. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does, but if if I was honest, I'd say don't 
go with the Aurora or the um, other one. <laughs> yeah, I'd, go, I'd, I'd go with the, with I'd go with an Avenger myself because that you can yeah. do all the stuff. Then you you know you, you can't do all the stuff with with the other two ships. So if you were going to buy an Avenger, do you know how much that costs? 60, 65, I think. Okay, so that's what. Alt gaming is recommending you spend sixty five quid on this game, or are we saying don't I, do it I, right now? Use that money to buy port for Christmas. Now, yeah, drink yeah. port and buy <laughs> porn. <laughs> <laughs> you don't Christmas need to buy porn. <laughs> I'm old, right? I'm fucking old, right? Do you remember buying porn? I do. I, do. I, remember, I remember buying. I remember porn. going in and going into the shop and trying to reach up as conspicuously as inconspicuously as I could to the top shelf. Yeah, hope it really comes in. I remember finding it in plastic bags and bushes down the woods. Secondhand porn. And it's sticky and all the well, pages boys, are all stuck. It only took an hour and a half, but we got there. We got <laughs> Yay! The I, I did find uh, when I mentioned about <laughs> when we mentioned uh, the funding. The twenty third before the Carrick went back on sale, you're looking at about like uh, I think it's it's hard to see on the graph. Probably like seventy thousand dollars that the, that they made on there. Twenty fourth, one one million two hundred and eighty one thousand from the Carrick. That's probably a week of their wages now, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, how much is a Carrick if I wanted to buy one? Say I could five hundred. Five hundred UK pounds sterling. Uh, dollars. Okay. So four hundred ninety-nine pounds sterling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and oh, in about supply. two months, it, it'll be about four thousand pounds. Do you think Chris Roberts has sat in his room with a massive mountain of cocaine like Tony Montana, and he's just <laughs> slamming his face into it, going? Oh, I, I actually bring, think he is, he but it's not cocaine. His spaceship because hey, hello to my little friend. What is it, it Ian? It's the powder you get from dib dabs. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just sitting on the floor playing with model spaceships, and that's all he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, I think my advice: Todd Howard in a room together. My advice would be to yes, that would be interesting. Him him and Elon. Better play Skyrim on your Spectrum in (laughs) Starsis. My advice to any listeners would be: if you want to be an alpha tester and you want to be a beta tester, then that's fine, and you want to spend money on being that. But this isn't a full game yet. This isn't a game you can play. No, and, you, you know, pay you... for the dream yes. of, of what it <laughs> yeah. could be. Yeah. And yeah. you kind of pay for seeing the whole you cut out the new idea. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You pay oh, yeah, for the sorry. whole idea of how the game's being made and being able to watch the whole process of it, be, be, of it being made. Yeah. That's yeah. how I see it. And Anyway. anyway. It's uh, it's one of those interesting games that I think history will look back on this, and it, it would have been an interesting concept. And uh, I don't know how long in the future it'll be before they look back on it, because obviously it'll exist for a period of time. But uh, I do not, feel uh, like you know, we'll, like twenty years at least. So it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting how it, this is this is seen long term. Uh, that bit is definitely potentially game changing, as much as Fortnite is game changing industry in the same way. Except this is a good game. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, but it's, it hasn't raised as much money think, as Fortnite. I think this is the Fortnite for adults. 
Yeah, maybe. Oh, I would have scarfed Fluffy. Spend seventy quid of my dad's money on, and then splash out to my mate. So I can't. Five hundred pounds or worse. All right, five hundred freaking V bucks, mate. UEC. What's the difference? All right, we've been going for an hour and 23 minutes and we haven't talked about loot boxes. So this has all been a really good podcast, uh, you know. I haven't even long. complained about a developer. All we've done is praise yeah. one this time. Yeah, so, yeah, to be fair, well done, uh, Robert Space Industries. You've come out unscathed, relatively speaking. So, uh, yeah. Cloud Imperium game? Oh, it might or be they... Cloud Imperium. Uh, what's, <laughs> what does Robert Space do then? I don't. I, uh, I think it's RSI. Yeah. RSI is like the in-game ship company that he likes because it's got his name in it. <laughs> right, okay. So, so you go to robertspaceindustries.com to buy the game? Yes. But yes. You, do, you don't go to Star Citizen to buy the game? No, it's, it's I, I'm pretty Space sure you Industries. could. I wonder, can you type in starcitizen.com and it just goes straight to... Let's ask Viv, one of our listeners, to try it for us. Uh, <laughs> <all right. I'll laughs> when, he, when he hears I'll... the podcast... <laughs> Uh, okay, let's call it a wrap. I'd like to thank everybody for now. Deck, what was it like being on your first podcast? It was everything I dreamed it'd be. Excellent, exactly. Uh, it just remains for me to say thank you to Viv and Ian. Thanks, guys, for coming out and giving up yeah, your Friday no night. Sorry, I've, I've wandered down to the kitchen. <laughs> He's fighting his cat. <laughs> He's naked, no, I, I wanted Bailey's. <laughs> I've topped up with a new bottle. I'm on the Voigna now, which is good. And actually, sorry, listeners, one more thing. Uh, the guy from BT was connecting up a new fiber box outside <laughs> the other day. Just that so you know, right? Literally, it was Thursday, and uh, uh, there's a van. Have you been taking out cups of tea for him? I almost did. I, I was thinking of taking out something else. I went out there to chat to him because I actually had to leave. And it, our, our road that feeds our little like area of houses is only as wide as one car so i was like oh i need to go in about five minutes how are you anyway are you what are you up to and he was saying like oh we're really close and these are the these nice. are the breakout boxes and from this box that i'm terminating now we just have to do the bit from here to your house so which we... which happens when you order it effectively like right. you, you pay for it which is really cool and he told me all about it and it comes from kidderminster it's a straight fibre line from Kidderminster, which is pretty far from me. And they've had to go over a load of private land to get here. And the breakout card in Kidderminster is a 10 gigabit card in the exchange. And there are 34 fibres in the cable that comes over. And at the moment, they're throttling it down to 300 meg per person. Oh, that's what a shame. But it's still pretty cool, though, isn't uh, it? That's amazing. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> but the capacity... It must be nice to live in rich people land. <laughs> yeah, we've had a Tory council for years to Council's... make sure you get fibre. Vote Tory. That's all <laughs> I can say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I have no idea. But I'm going to have no, to get a new glass of Baileys now. I just vomit in this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, I think you've just lost your only listener. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was quite excited about that. So yeah, I hit. They reckon that long term, I could easily probably look for the, uh, upping the capacity up as they up the card in the exchange. So as they change oh, the exchange in Kidderminster, nice. the fiber can handle more, and then you can up it up. Yeah. But I told him that three hundred meg was enough for me to start my streaming career, and he just sort of glazed <laughs> over and he looked down at his tool belt. I don't think he knew what I was talking. 
I, I don't want to say anything yet, but I've got those speeds already. So, you know. Ooh, that's a race. City life. Carrot. And I've got a carrot. I remember my little brother was saying, yeah, well, in London, we've got super speeds. And I'm like, oh, really? What speed? He goes, yeah, we've got like 100 megs. I'm like, what the fuck? I've got 200 meg connection already. Now, that, that was like three years. No, you know, like, ha- why would London have faster speeds? There's, there's no reason I'm pretty sure, actually, when you boys come to Bath, there's like, there's going to be um, city-wide free Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's so cool. That's awesome. So you'd just be able to blast on that network. That's nice. Our bath mm. night out is uh, on January fourth, Saturday, Saturday the fourth of January. Saturday the fifth. Saturday the fourth of January is the Thank official meetup. But there's a few of us going down on Friday the third for a posh meal first, aren't we? So yeah, uh, yeah, go go crazy, boys. Yeah, oh, Saturday I, the fourth. So I've, I've been formulating a bit of a plan for the bath. Actually, oh, yeah. I've got two minutes before we hit an hour and a half, so let's do this. <laughs> go on. So uh, we're going to go to the Trinity the in trin. Uh, the Trin. It's a uh, it's become an established tradition that we start there with quite a few games of killer pool uh, for trays of uh, Jaeger bombs and whatnot. <laughs> and um, <laughs> from from there, we've got a five thirty slot booked at this sort of hidden secret bar. Um, oh, have you booked it? I've booked it, yeah. I booked it oh, from 5, 5.30 to 8.30 booking that I think we had to make or something like that. It was the minimum that they would allow us to book. So Yeah, yeah. three hours, haven't we? Yeah, so we've got three hours, and then, but we don't no have to way, stay there for the whole so. time. But it's got a karaoke machine, and oh, uh, we've I'm got there. our own barman uh, in that room as well. And it's a room for like 20 people, 22 people. We'll fit in there fine. And then, uh, so we hang out there for a bit, and then we can go via Vodka Revolution, paddle, of like oh. 50 vodka shots and then we can hit the comedy club where we can get a couple of tables and i think it works out to 18 pounds each for entry nice. and there's four different com- three different comedians on and then it turns into a club at 11 so i was like yeah sorted uh, boogie time so here's yeah. what's not happening is i'm not taking part in the killer pool why okay, not I was why not bad at it last year that i had to have about eight shots in the first half hour Let's it's make this clear, right? Position. You can hit any colour in any hole. That is all you have to do. That doesn't change how bad I was last year, does it? I mean, I died pretty quickly that night. Yeah, not as quick as some. You were fine. Yeah, you were fine. <laughs> I would just sleep on you at one point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the bar up the hill. After we walk the, you know, the steep hill up the railing, was it? Was it? Was it was a pool the table in there as well? The assembly. The assembly. Yeah, he was asleep in the assembly. Yeah, mm, that's the one where all the photos looks like it's day, but it's not. It's just like yes. yeah. Is that is that the one that <laughs> Nightfire fell up the stairs? No, no, that that's not the, the very one, end no. of the night. We went further than that. Can you not remember? <laughs> I remember going. Yeah, do you know what? My memory starts to come back as we went for kebab. So of course. Well, yeah. You soon, oh, so. I, I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, guys. So anyway, yeah. So that's our bath night out, which is our next meetup, and then Alt Lan is in May, May the twenty twenty, May the eighth, which is a bank holiday Friday, um, and then it's going to be Friday night, Saturday night, and then head home at some point when you sober up on Sunday. So yeah, looking forward to that as well. And uh, put those dates in your diary. Tickets are yes. on sale soon. It'll be a good work. little weekend. We're just waiting for Chart yeah. to fix the website again. 
Yeah, we are. Yeah, you're gonna have to get him to update the text you get in the email as well to correct dates this time. Just need to get another web guy. (laughs) Chart, if you're listening, that is a deliberate GI, but you. Uh, Right. Super. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for a lovely podcast. Thanks, listeners, for sticking with us. And if you uh, interstar citizen, do have a you can join. I can't remember what it's called. Anyone know? It's old gamer. Yeah, I believe it's called old. Search for old gaming and uh, send a request in. Yes, and, we are um, old gaming, a regular yeah. organization. A regular organization. <laughs> come and join. Come and join us. Nothing suspicious about us at all. <laughs> we are a totally regular <laughs> organization. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Ignore half of the people currently living in prison. If you are finding this uh, obscurely on iTunes or on Spotify or something, and you actually don't know anything about us, um, we've got a website, altgaming.uk. There's a Discord link on here. This is the Discord community podcast, so if you're part of our gaming community, you're very welcome to join us on this and take part. We've got 176 members in the Discord. Uh, about 40 are active, realistically. <laughs> but, you know, um, we, are, we are here to play all sorts of games enjoy lands and meetups and whatever so yeah come say hello uh hello, bro. Right. that's it let's go back to our friday nights guys and enjoy Cheers, games happy, Cheers, happy podcasts ciao yeah bye bye, bye.